If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. When I use the phrase knowledge economy, or when anybody uses that phrase, what does it mean? What does the knowledge economy refer to? Uh, Well, in short, it refers to a system or society in which the production of goods and services is based primarily upon knowledge-intensive activities. Okay, and you can think of it as opposed to a manufacturing economy or an agrarian society, maybe a hunter and gathering society, although we don't have a ton of those left anymore. Uh, So the knowledge economy is all about, you know, whether people are working in careers or vocations, you know, for companies uh, or striking out on their own. Either way, based on some specialized knowledge uh, that they have acquired through education, training, or experience. So in some ways, when I talk about the knowledge economy, it's not new. Like it's been a couple of decades at least since people have been going on about how globalization is going to change the world and, you know, the rising tide of e-commerce. You know, I feel like it literally has been 20 years or more that, you know, everybody's been breathless over this. But at the same time, it has actually changed the world. I mean, that's what allows so many of these stories and examples um, that I tell you every day to happen uh, or to take place. And these days, there are countless mediums, platforms, networks, the social web, the ability to connect with people who have shared interests, like all over the world, you know, no matter how esoteric or specialized your interest is, you can find somebody else, you know, out there who has the same thing. And that used to be very limited, you know, it used to be limited by geography. So all good things there, but uh, it can also feel a little overwhelming. Uh, And today's caller is looking for a clear path forward. And the reality is that there isn't a single path. Uh, There are many, but I'm hopeful that we can help her narrow down her options, uh, perhaps send her in the right direction, and maybe help other listeners wondering the same thing. So welcome to Cytosol School. My name is Chris Gillibeau. What's the best way forward in the knowledge economy? That's what we're going to talk about after this message from our knowledge economy sponsor. Hi, this is Christine from Vancouver, and I've been listening to Side Hustle School from the beginning. I'm wondering if you could share your thoughts on the best way forward in the knowledge economy. It feels like a brave new world where individuals can sell information and training to other individuals without the traditional gatekeepers of corporations and universities. But it also feels like there aren't any rules or clear paths to follow. I think I know something I can teach a lot of people. How do I decide the best platform to do that? And do I just start making an outline? Or is there more to it? Also, which do you think is better for this? A podcast or a YouTube channel? Looking forward to hearing from you and hope you visit us in Canada soon. Thank you so much, Christine. What's up, Vancouver, British Columbia? I definitely hope to get back there at some point soon. Uh, All of Canada and all of elsewhere, you know, the whole world. Um, But hold that thought for the moment. Um, It is a brave new world uh, filled with many options. The knowledge economy has transformed, you know, so much of society. It's certainly changed my life. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's changed yours too. Uh, Even if you're completely new to all of this and, you know, you've always been an employee, 
you're listening to this conversation in a relatively new medium. And of course, I could go on and on about, you know, all the changes that globalization, e-commerce, et cetera, have brought. But the thing is, like, I understand it's overwhelming. So broadly speaking, like the answer to Christine's question is, is kind of what I try to do every week here on the show, every week, if not every day. So if something feels overwhelming, you're like, man, there's so much I could do. I, I don't know where to begin. My suggestion is just focus on the specific examples. Just focus on one story you hear, focus on one tip or one idea. And, you know, don't worry about everything else, because you're not going to be able to keep up with everything. Like when people say, how do you keep up with everything? I'm like, you don't basically like trying to keep up is a losing battle. So for example, the caller last week was wondering about teaching aerial yoga online. Is there something that you can teach online? We recently had an update from a woman who created a course uh, to help new parents return to the workforce. So pretty clear market there, a uh, market that definitely had a need. She was an authority in that space, having been an attorney who went on maternity leave and then found herself struggling a bit to get back to the work world. So, you know, a need, authority, et cetera, turns into a course. Uh, there are people who offer coaching sessions for online dating profiles. Um, you know, we've had so many examples. I could just, you know, list hundreds of them. So my suggestion is as you listen to the stories and develop your power of observation, Another thing I try to talk about and teach, uh, first decide on your topic, like what is your thing? What's your area of knowledge? And then consider the best outlet for it, as opposed to thinking the other way around. Now, it is possible in some cases to do it the other way, to say, you know, I am really into, you know, YouTube, or I'm really into Pinterest or Twitch or some network or something. What is the best thing I can do there? Um, the challenge there is that you're kind of dependent on that platform then, as opposed to saying like, I am the expert in helping people return from maternity or paternity leave. I am the expert in aerial yoga, because then the platforms, the networks, the mediums even can change, but you're still that expert. You still have something to teach and to communicate. So that's just my suggestion. Don't be overwhelmed. Uh, if something feels overwhelmed, focus on a specific example of one idea. What's the one thing you can do? And what is the one next step to get you closer to that one thing? All right. Thanks again, Christine. And listeners, thank you too. You're awesome. If you've got a question of your own, come to sidehustleschool.com slash questions. We are featuring them throughout the year, along with updates from other listeners. Be sure you're subscribed. The program is completely free. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Gillibo. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.